Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another, I'm going to call it okay episode of Anything But Politics. Uh, my, my name is Jim Altman, and as always, I'm here with... <laughs> Christian Broman, I hate that. I I'm hate sorry, that. it's not the best adjective, no, but, but it is right very there. fitting. Yeah, no, yeah. it's right there. I, I picked the low-hanging fruit uh, for today's episode, which... Take it. Uh, just to go over some... Some interesting things that are going on. This is the earliest we've ever recorded. Yeah, it's, it's what time is it? 12? 12. I just said 12. Uh, it's like 3? <laughs> it's like 3. Typically we record at like 7, 8 at night. It is 3pm. 3.30. Very fitting for an AJR album. Um, oh man, wow. We're just hitting all <laughs> of the, we're hitting all of the, uh, the, of the, of the, what's the word? References? <laughs> of the what? References? I guess. I guess that's the word I was going yeah, to Maybe there's not we're a word that AR. Uh, we'll see. But, uh, <laughs> so, so, it's not only the earliest we've ever recorded, but also the latest, as we record on Tuesdays, and today happens Yo. to be Saturday, <laughs> this episode. <laughs> I was just... No, it's Sunday, isn't it? Yeah, but I, I mean, we were both wrong. I was about to say Monday, and I don't know why I would think that it's Monday, but yeah, it is Sunday. It's Sunday, so this episode will be recorded and edited and uh, within your viewing and listening grasps by uh, Wednesday. So we hope you enjoy this episode. Uh, it's it, it's going to be a good one. Oh yeah, uh, we're fired. But but kind of a kind of a heads up, kind of just a preemptive warning. This episode is going to be solely about, and we said we were going to do this, so yep. we gave you time to prepare. About AJR's new album, OK Orchestra, which dropped just a couple nights ago. It's been like three days, two days? Two, I think it's been two day, March 26th, so two days. Yeah, it dropped like two days ago. We have listened to all of it, and we have thoughts. So that's literally what today's episode is going to be about. Oh, man, I am I am chomping at the bit. But we don't want to get ahead of ourselves, so yes, as this is a proper episode, we got to do it right. Yeah, Christian my week. told me about this last week. Yeah, my week was great. How was yours? Yeah, my week was awesome. Let's go. <laughs> oh, no. So, honestly, like, there hasn't been anything serious happened in the last week. So, I went away for the week. Uh, it was nice. I got some nice relaxation. And um, so, it was super boring. Uh, what about you? The same shit, different week. Nice. Bunch of Minecraft, bunch of friends time online. Uh, got to see my sister yesterday. Good. Haven't seen her in like four months, so Whoa. that was that was good. Um, and she just lives in a different state. Oh, so it's but, hard. Uh, yeah, I got to see her. Uh, ate at my family's last night. I see my parents about like either once a week or twice a month. Aww. Uh, so once every other week. Cute. So I got to go eat dinner with them. It was a good time. Had a good time. Good. Loved my family. Oh, that's lovely. I didn't silence my phone. I'm so unprofessional. <laughs> You're good. I didn't even notice. Okay. That's the weekend recap, isn't it? Yeah, it sure is. In in two minutes. That's a speed run right there. That's a that's a, that's a anything but politics speed run. <laughs> we're uh we're we are chomping at the bit. One because both of us are really passionate about uh this band, their music and this album. The other reason is because we are on a a, a time crunch we as are. Christian has work later today. I sure do. As soon as we get off of here, I'm probably going over to work and I'm probably gonna be late, but I don't even care. So let's let's not hurry through this, as there are important things to be said. Agreed. But let's go ahead and start with: Don't give me any songs; just give me album thoughts. Uh, by this is your warning, by the way. Go listen to this album. Either do it in whole, or as we touch on songs, we're gonna go through them in order. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Go li- go intermittently, pause the episode, listen to the song, it'll take two, three minutes, mm-hmm. then come back, and you'll have the freshest view of what the hell we're talking about. Hell yeah. But uh, if you don't know this band, if you don't know this album, don't know the songs, um, I hate to say it, I really do, but in your best interest, love you guys, uh, skip the episode, yeah, that is here. only going to be what we're talking about. Yeah, you're love not you going to have fun if, if you do. You're not going to have fun if you don't AJR. care about what the hell this episode's about. And we're okay with that. Yeah, no, I, I don't expect right this now. to be the most popular episode, but uh, definitely one that would be disingenuous for you and me not to make. Absolutely. Which means this might so, be two in a row that people are like, <laughs> Not to say oh, the, last the last ep- one. Last episode, we just talked about the podcast for an hour, <laughs> which like some <laughs> people might find interesting, but like I know from, mm-hmm. from other people that they're like, you know, those are, it's nice when you talk about the episode, but... <laughs> Wait, but like you know what? Sometimes we just put out. We sometimes we want to put out what we want to fucking put out, and if zero people exactly. listen, then we do not it's a, get it's a, a shit. We have we we have a balance of putting out what we want you all to enjoy and what we need to create. Absolutely, every and uh, this is that balance. So yeah. um, let, let's talk. Let's talk about the album. Give Let, me actually, album thoughts uh, as a whole. Actually, can, do you want to go ahead and run the intro first? Let's run the foot. Shit! I'm so excited. <laughs> I, I can't I, even... We're so pumped that like we're getting into it. <laughs> Yeah, let's Hey guys, intro super uh, w- welcome back. Love you guys. Let's roll the tape. <laughs> Hello, everybody. This is Jim and Christian. And you're listening to Anything But Politics. Fuck yeah. And welcome back, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, the first of many songs that you're hopefully <laughs> listening to today. Yeah, it's true. Get, um, get ready. Get, you're about to get your get ready. Music. Let's let's, uh, let's talk about music a little bit. Let's so, do it. Okay, for the third time, final time, give me <laughs> album thoughts. Album thoughts. So, let's begin where it all begins. Let's begin with the title. Are you Okay fa- Orchestra. Yes. Are you familiar with Okay Computer? No. That is Do you know the song Karma Police by the ra- by the Radiohead? By Radiohead? Um, no Radiohead. No Radiohead? No, I know Radiohead, oh, oh, oh. but what's the what's the song? Karma Police. Rest this man, he talks in the... Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, that song. So yeah. that is on the album OK Computer, which is a really... Like, that is their big, big, big album. Uh, yeah. uh, aside from maybe... Oh, what's that other one called? I can't remember what the other one's called, but it's there's another album that's also huge by them. But OK Computer is like a huge one. This has to be... It has to be a reference to OK Computer somewhere. So I've, li- I'm, yeah. I've started listening to OK Computer last time for the... I haven't listened to that album in a very long time, but I started yes. listening back through it and seeing if there's anything from this that they're, I've got nothing so far. So I don't know. And not saying that I would be able to find it if it is hidden in there. It's probably not obvious, but so far there's nothing. And I'm like four, maybe five tracks deep. Um, yeah, but I don't know, but it has to be, a re- it has to be a reference to that. Why wouldn't it be? That is one of the most iconic albums of the nineties. Like why? And like, okay, orchestra okay computer it just it you know it just feels like it has to be right it feels like it does but i i would be such an odd album title. If it, it, it could also just be a coincidence i'm not sure i wouldn't be surprised if it was a reference i wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't yeah um so <clears throat> maybe they'll say something about it but um yeah if it is reference to that then it's a bold move it's a bold move. Um, that's a big album. For like, sure. That's a big album to like, not, not, 
trying to maybe not compare it to, but you're going to yeah. draw direct comparisons when you name something something so similar to an, a super iconic album from the 90s from one of the That's most fair. iconic bands of all time also. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I don't know how I feel about the move to name it. Okay. Okay. Orchestra. How do you feel about the album title? There are going to, I mean, there's constrictions on music as it is. There are bounds on music. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been said a million times before that no music is new music anymore. Correct. We've created everything we can in the realm of sound and everything is just a rehashing of things that have already been made at this point. Yeah. There's less constriction on, you know, lexicon on not only English, but like other languages. Uh, but at points, there are going to be albums with horrifically similar similar names. And I think there's even, I tell me if I'm wrong, I don't think there's a restriction on naming your album the same thing as another album. I No, like, I don't believe so. Yeah, like, I, yeah, I don't think there's any type of restriction on... You know, I'm just trying to think of an album, and I can't do it. Yeah, it's hard to think uh, of albums, man. There yeah, are so it's hard few. To think of... Sorry, go ahead. No, what were you gonna say? Well, just there are. So... I was gonna stutter for five minutes. <laughs> There's, <laughs> there are so few albums that like I have thoroughly enjoyed from beginning to end, like the whole album that I don't remember most. Like there are some albums that I can remember because I genuinely love every single song in it. Uh, my favorite album of all time, Torches by Foster the People, is uh, an excellent album that, that I thoroughly enjoy the second I start it to the second I finish it. There was not one second that I didn't enjoy when I listened to that album. So I remember that album vividly. I know exactly what it is. Um, but most albums, I'm like, oh, there's like two or three songs that I really like. And that's how most albums are for me. So it is really hard to remember album titles. And with so many bands having so many albums. Yeah, exactly. Y- you know, you'd feel like it'd be ridiculous to... There you go. Aha. No, I, I've actually got an article up with uh, same title, different album. So Jay-Z and Prince both put out an album called The Black Album. Interesting. Uh, Diddy As... and the Wu-Tang Clan both had an album called Forever. Didn't Weezer also put out a The Black Album? Or have they not gotten They might have. I think they have. T-Pain. T Pain and the Beatles both put Whoa. out an album called Revolver. That's a; <laughs> those are different people. <laughs> exactly. That's a, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, I would not be surprised if they drew inspiration from such an iconic album. But at the same time, we are so constricted by our language that yeah. it's very likely it was just a naming thing. I don't know because this is such a weird name. To, like, I'm going to be real. I haven't liked the name since the second they dropped it. The second they dropped really? it, it's called OK Orchestra. I was like, ah, oh, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like it. It doesn't It doesn't flow to me. It doesn't flow nicely. OK Orchestra. I don't know. I just don't like it. I really liked their other... I like the click. I like Neo Theater. Those sound really cool. Neo Theater is a bomb-ass name. It's a name. bomb-ass name. This one feels so... The, do they even say OK Orchestra on the album? They say sad orchestra. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they do say even, okay orchestra. I don't think they name drop. No. Because they name drop the click. They yep. name drop Neo Theater. Yep. I don't think they ever say okay orchestra. I don't believe so. I don't know. It just Interesting. It feels odd to me. <clears throat> and be, since the revelation of finding, of remembering okay computer, and it's like, oh, that's really close. And um, I don't know. I just... I just, I just have not liked it, and I can't bring mm-hmm. myself around to like it. But that is, 
I hate to break it, but that is going to be a theme throughout this whole album is things I don't like. Um, really? That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I we'll we'll get into that. But um, yeah, I want to wh- what are your opinions on like the the album as a whole and how you feel? I I like the name. I have nothing wrong with the name. Okay. I it I'm so confused because due to the number of singles they released from it, yeah, it feels so short. Yes, it does. I felt the same way. It has one more track than Neo Theater does. Yep. Yeah. Neo 13. Theater had twelve. OK Orchestra has thirteen, and it feels so short. I put it on and then it's over. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. And I guess it's because, yes, I'm skipping the songs that I've already heard a plethora of times, mm-hmm. but I don't know, man. Yeah. and It I, feels short. It does feel short. I wish it were longer. And, yeah. And when I did listen all the way through, the – so the singles that are – so the singles are Bummerland, My Play, the uh, Bang, and Way Less Sad. They're very spaced out. Uh, Bummerland and My Play are really close together, but for the most part, they're very spaced out. It's track two, four, seven, and uh, twelve. Um, mm-hmm. so between like between Bang and Way Less Sad, there's like six, f- uh, four or five songs, and between My Play and Bang, there's two songs. <laughs> and uh, like, there's time in between. But you're right. Like, when, well, when I did my first listen through, I didn't skip. But after that, after I've gone through and listened, I have skipped the singles. Um, but also it's, they're easy to skip because I don't feel like there's a through line. There was still, there felt like such a through line with Neo theater and the click, but there doesn't feel like a, it doesn't feel like there's a through line with this album. So like I've caught myself, I don't even listen to it all the way through anymore. I maybe did that two or three times, but I don't feel like I've gotten anything out of it by listening through versus listening to my favorite songs. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I think they're missing a through line big time. Yeah, which is so ever present in their other albums that, like, if if this if they did this album without my, if I'd never heard Neo Theater and I'd never heard Click the Click, I'd be like, this album fucking slaps. I love this, but compared to Neo Theater, it really feels like, mm-hmm. it, it feels like they wrote it. It feels like they did a lot of it during quarantine, which is which is it's harder to do. Like, yeah, it's fair because they did, but I know, I, yeah. at the same time, it's it, it, it is comparative work. You're right. Yeah. Um. E- even in like, because you're comparing it to their other work as an album. End of story. It does slap. It's a great album. Yeah. It has killer songs. But it it as a as a collection of songs, it slaps. As an album, it falls just short. As one. It's a great point. Amalgamation of work. Yeah. As one story book, it falls short as a bunch of chapters it slaps yeah i couldn't agree more that's a perfect way to put it thank you you're welcome (laughs) all right but uh do you want to dive into individual songs yeah let's let's do it what what are your thoughts on they brought back an overture oh dude i fucking love overtures me too they're so banging i love them so uh this is something that ajr last did on the click um they had a song just titled Overture, Mm -hmm. and it was an amalgamation of every single song in that album. Mm -hmm. The entire song has uh, riffs and beats and uh, just moments and lyrics from every other song on that album, so you knew what you were getting into before going into it, and uh, I absolutely love the original Overture. I love this one as well. 
Um, I think that some songs on this album, their melodies are faint, are hard to pick out. Yeah. Everything was so strong in the original Overture. It's like, oh, yes, this is clearly that song. Yes. And, of course, I've had longer to listen to it, but in listening to OK Overture, the song on OK Orchestra, the first track, OK Overture, you know, it switches from song to song, and sometimes I'm like, okay, wait, but which one is this? Because it can sound like two or three different songs on the album. Yeah, and so, like, for instance, like, with with Overture, the original Overture and The Click, um, I felt like every measure had one song, and then it moved on to the next measure, and it would have a different song. Okay, Okay, Overture has, like, two or three with each measure. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah. it const, it's constantly moving through each thing in bars. Like I like that. I love it. I think it's so much better because yes, it feels like I will say. Okay, overture is like one of the big bright spots of the album. I think it's fan flipping tastic. They yep. they nailed this overture. Uh, the click. I've gone back and listened to it, and it was like. Okay, I'm like it's a fine overture. It's it's not it's not bad, and I I can enjoy it. But okay, overture stands alone as its own song, like 100. Yes. percent I would listen to that shit all the time. That beat drop, that one beat drop they do at the end. <laughs> uh, that one's good. No, it's like halfway through. It j- oh oh, dude, I want I wish I could play it, but it's like <sighs> I forget how far it, through it is, but it's like halfway through it. It drops, and all the serotonin just explodes in my body. It is such a good beat drop. Uh, I think this mm-hmm. album, they really have mastered the art of the beat drop. They've killed it. But yeah, so... Not me actually pulling it up right now. <laughs> That's how I feel about OK Overture. Uh, I think I think it's it honestly stands alone. And it's a, I'm glad they brought it back, because I do like Overtures. Mm-hmm. They, they're great. <laughs> They hit you right out the gate. It gates. really does. Excellent, excellent start to a good yes, album. Great. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm done listening to it. Yes. Incredible. It it is a top three on this album for me. Is the overture really? Yeah, for real, man. I love the fuck out of this overture. Um, I can talk about it for a million years. It's top five for me. Top five, you think? Yeah. Yeah, because that. I have so many other songs on this album that are going to become favorites. Understandable. Of mine. So understandable. Easy. Moving on. Are you going to um, move on? Two. Yeah, two. Bummerland. Oh, what do you think? Well, it, th- this is one that's been out for quite a while. I loved it. It's the it's the quintessential quarantine coronavirus mm-hmm. song. Period. This is the... This is the... I got seven haircuts and now my hair is yes. all gone. Nick's my summer plans song. And it bopped when it came out. It bops now. It uh, keeps the tempo of the rest of the album. Doesn't quite have that through line as a, a couple of songs on this album missed, but is still absolutely a banger. Uh, keeps par with the other songs. I love it. Yeah, I and we've talked we talked about it. I believe on the podcast a couple episodes ago when we went through way less sad. We talked a bit about it. It is not my fave. Uh, I think it's fine. I think I th- yeah. Fair. I think it. I think it's For fine. Sure. I would listen to it um, if it came on. I don't necessarily click on it when I go to the album. Um, I don't click on it when I go to the album, but I don't skip it. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't skip it most of the time. Wait a minute. Does this album have a beat? <laughs> well, um, um, you know. I think, I think it does. Really? 
don't don't tell me don't tell no. me until we get to it. But I actually okay, don't think okay. there is a beats because I mean I'm really close with one. There's one that's like teetering on beats, but yeah. there's not one that is so evidentially evidentially. That is no yeah, I mean, yeah evident. Let's yeah, use it. <laughs> there's not a song that is so evidentially shitty that it's it's so yeah. clear. Oh, this is definitely the beats. So for that reason, I don't think there is a beats. But I'm I'm close with yeah one. because beats by definition is a song that it sticks out like yeah, a sore thumb. Yeah, it's so bad <laughs> as the worst on the yeah. album. No, no, I just have the one song I would skip if I was listening through, and it's probably because I haven't listened to it enough. If I listen to it a couple more times, I'll probably gotcha. fall in love. Yeah, with it. let me know when we get to it. I'm excited to hear because I'm okay. curious if it's the same one I'm teetering on. Um, okay. But yeah, I mean, Bummerland is Bummerland, and it's 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 fine. I think I think it's yeah. fine. You know, I'd give it a solid yeah. like six. Okay, um, so but I'm, that's I'm, a single, th- so let's move on. This is going to be so unfair, but okay. when talking about like my top three or like top five, yeah, I can't include singles that have been out for months. Me either. When I'm talking about my top three, I'm not including Bummerland, My Play, Bang, or Way Less Sad. Yeah, because those all slap. I love them all so much. Yeah, Bang Absolutely. got way overplayed, so I distanced yep. myself from it. <laughs> And listen to it when yeah. I feel like listening to it, and that keeps it being good. If yep. I listened to it every time it came on the radio, I'd hate it. Yep, same. But it is still a good song at the end of the day, hence why mm. it's been played so much. Mm-hmm. You ruin a good thing by quantity. So You sure do, which is why I hit the radio. But anyway. So I stay away from it. But uh, yep. those are all great songs. When I'm talking about top three, I'm not including them. Agreed. I'm, I'm with you on that. So, want to move on? Let's move on. Three o'clock top things. Three of mine. One of my top three. Dude, I, I love this song. I love it. There is one thing in this song that they're going to regret, and I wish it wasn't in there. What is it? Sex is overrated, bro. Overrated? <laughs> overrated. They're going to regret that so hard. I know for a fact they're going to regret that so hard. They are going to get clowned on that for a long time. And it's like... Even even if that is your opinion, which is a fine opinion to have, you're totally good. Yes. You can't you can't you can't tell me it's overrated. They they needed to be a little more clear on it. I know this is like getting into the but sex when you're like out trying to get laid. Yeah. Sucks. 100%. I'm with that. Yeah. The stories I've heard from a million people, I don't know a million people, but a million people have said the same thing is like, it's not as fulfilling as you would think. Yeah. Sex when it's like with someone you're loving, like, like when you're, you know what I'm saying? Like that is the bomb diggity and I can't, you can't tell me that it's overrated. That you've, You can't. You, Christian, you've proved your own point here. What's the lyric before and maybe sex is overrated. What's the line before it? I know it's the all my friends are out getting getting drunk and getting or uh, having sex and getting wasted. And hooking maybe sex up is overrated, and getting but wasted. Like, so you said when it's hooking wasted. up, it, yeah, it sucks. But when it's with someone you love, it yeah, that's fair. But that's not the point they're making. Uh, it doesn't. It feels like that's the point they're making, though. It feels like it. And I, uh, you're. I guess you're right. It's three a.m. All your friends are out hooking up and getting wasted. That's where this maybe sex is overrated line comes in. Yeah. 
It's not, Ugh. I've been married for three years and my lover doesn't <laughs> satisfy me anymore. That's not. I know. The- I know. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's maybe it's one of those things that's so easy to take out of context. This one, um, uh, warning, ring the bell. Ding, ding, ring ding, ding, ding. Warning. This one gets political. So we won't mention oh, gets any political. of that here. But you may go listen to the song. Um, yeah. And form your own opinion on their political takes, and then discuss it in a forum that isn't here. But um, <laughs> I like the song. Can I mention something about the politics super quick? We'll cut it up. Um, hey guys, we talked about the end of the song a little bit. It's okay. Just a bit. We won't do it here. But uh, definitely go listen to it. I enjoy the song. And, Great song. Uh, top three for me. End of take. Top three. Top three for me. Moving on. Moving on. My play. Do we want to talk about it? Didn't we do a whole... No, our well whole episode was on... Or our part was on yeah, way Yeah, our thing sad. was on Sorry. way less my sad. Play. Yeah, my bad. Okay, my play. It's a heartbreaker. Um, It is a heartbreaker. And honestly, it goes way harder with the, with the video. It goes um, way harder with the video. It shatters my heart into pieces every time I listen to it. It's an amazing does. song. It is um, a really good song. It, it, as someone who's never had to experience its subject matter... Uh, they Same. did it so well that I still was able to uh, find Real. my hurt in it. Yeah. Same. Same. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's really good. It tugs on the heartstrings. Probably the best heart tugging song in the, in the album. Yeah. That's why, that's why it's, yeah. it's because it's so vulnerable. Very. Yeah. I mean, it's deep. It is, it is actually like legit. Uh, yeah, some serious th- stuff. They wrote from experience, and yeah. I wish I could have seen it, but uh, I didn't make it around to watching their uh, their spectacular. Yeah, night. their one spectacular night. But yeah. for like a, if you bought a specific like level of ticket, they had like tiered tickets you could buy, and one was uh, you got to control what camera view you looked at, and they had one camera which for the entire uh, concert was pointed at their father. Yep. And Gary? Uh, is the Gary cam? I think it was is the Gary? Gary cam. I think it's yeah. Gary. I think it's Gary, yeah. And uh yeah, this song is about his parents' divorce and how it uh, you know, messed with him as a child. And uh yeah, I just wish I could have seen what Gary's reaction to all of it was. Of course yeah, he had right? heard the song before, but you know, just it hits. Watching it hits it. so good. Yeah. It is good. It's such a good song. And the the drums in that song Mm-hmm. are stupid ridiculous like they're they're really good it uh, could possibly be my favorite dr- it's so simple but the drums that they chose really really fill it out nicely um yeah i really like those drums the 808s oh uh, yes the 808s the 808s i i i have such a complicated relationship with 808s yeah because whenever you listen to 808s they just hit so nicely. They hit so well. Yeah. But also it's like, but they're 808s. <laughs> and I don't know why I don't know why there's a there's a stigma around 808s. Yeah. But they can be I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to explain. But I, I do have a very complicated relationship with my play and 808s because of the just because of the 808s. Yeah. Um But I think if you're gonna put it in any song, it fits here. So yes. I'll just say that much. Fair it enough. It does fit. I love the song. Definite yes. listen. Second favorite single. Nice. I yeah. do I agree? Hold on. Uh single. 
Yeah, second favorite single. Way less sad. Really? My play, Bummerland, Bang. Well, maybe Bang, Bummerland. No, Bummerland, Bang, just because it's been so overplayed. Maybe it'll climb back up on my ranking. I go Bang, Bummerland. Um, yeah, so mine's That's the same. Fair. It's way less way less sad. My play, Bang, Bummerland. But Bang, Bummerland. It depends Bummerland. on how often I've listened to Bang recently. Exactly. Yeah, they're super interchangeable to me. You could uh, it catch me on a day and I'd be like, yeah, you're right. Bummerland is better. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but it's it's a great, it's a really great, it's a, it's a good song. I really like it. Up next. Joe. Tell me about Joe. <sighs> Joe is... Joe is neat. Joe, this this one is is is. Um, when I first listened to it, I was like, "Oh, he's talking about an old school bully." Yeah, he's not. Mm-hmm. Um, he's talking about an old uh, a person from I assume high school, maybe middle school, um, or even elementary. Who knows? Someone he looked up to, someone who he wanted Joe to think highly of. Jack. Yeah. Um, or Ryan, whoever wrote the song. Ryan writes a lot of the songs, so it could have been Ryan. But That's true. Um, I have something to say about that much later. We'll get that at the end of the episode. Ooh. Yeah, so so Joe Joe is somebody that Jack or Ryan or whoever uh, aspired to be, looked up to him. And so now that they are this huge band and doing all the things and <clears throat> killing it in the world, uh, they're like, hey, Joe, do you, do you think I'm cool now? Yeah. Um, and it's really... It's interesting, and that piano piece is yes. gnarly. Holy this, shit! This is the beatboxing track, is it not? Uh, it is also the beatboxing track. Yeah. Yeah, that that was killing. Yeah. Um, I have a. <clears throat> it's interesting because there's a band I really like, Jukebox the Ghost. Oh, I love Jukebox the out. Ghost. They're a they're a blast and a half. I love oh, them. Oh, I um, fucking love they, those guys. They have a song called, I believe it's it's Call Me Joe. It's either Call Me Joe or You Can Call Me Joe. I think it's Call Me Joe. Yeah, and the piano riff in this song, Joe, yeah, um, reminds me a lot of Jukebox and yeah. the way he plays the piano because he's a jazz pianist and Ben is unbelievable. That man is that man is something else. Uh, Jukebox the Ghost, but yeah, yeah, that piano riff is really eerily similar to a lot of riffs that they have done uh, over at Jukebox the Ghost, which is interesting just because they Jukebox just released this song, Call Me Joe, um, and here comes. AJR with Joe. Um, I don't yeah. think AJR has any clue who Jukebox the Ghost is, but it's just interesting. <laughs> no way. They definitely know who they are. I don't know. Jukebox is not big. Yo, you really? know what? Actually, actually, I just lied because when I saw Juke, when, when, when I went to Firefly Festival last year and Jukebox the Ghost did their set, AJR was backstage watching. And I yeah. could see Jack. Yeah, I could see. J- so maybe they are fans of Jukebox the Ghost because AJR had a set right after Jukebox and they were late to their set. Because they were watching Jukebox. That's so, so I fucking actually dope. Think, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I actually think they are big fans of Jukebox the Ghost. And maybe Joe is. Has is there to, a Joe to... cinematic universe? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <clears throat> because Joe, here's the thing. There's no way the dude was actually named Joe. You know? Yeah. I just don't see it. Uh, even Joseph, like I don't see it. I think this is a made-up name. Because I think you almost always have to make up a name when you write a song about somebody. Yeah. Um. Even though there is a lyric in there that's like, maybe I won't change your name, yeah, um, and then you'll call me up. But mm-hmm. I do think the like you can't just write a song with someone's name, you know, like you can't yeah. do that. You can't because yeah. that's literally doxing somebody. The internet is so like you could li- if you knew where Jack went to high school or middle school or whatever. If you found that out, and it's not hard to find that stuff out, you could literally find the person that they are talking about, and that is like <clears throat> so. There's no way Joe is his real name. If it is, then I think that's really not cool. <laughs> Yeah, <clears throat> but 
yeah, so I think maybe it is maybe it is um in reference to Jukebox the Ghost. I don't know. I don't know. That's really cool. I forgot about that. I forgot that they were actually fans of Jukebox. Anyway, so what do you think about Joe? It it took me a couple listens to like get into it just because you're right. I first time first couple times listening to it, I was misconstrued about where the song was coming from and then I it's did catch on to it. Um yeah. I don't have one beats for this. I don't have one song I'd skip either. But there are two that it's like I have to all of these songs, if they came on, I'd be like, fuck yeah, we're listening to this now. This is gonna change my mood. This is gonna yeah. put me in the mood to listen to this song. Yeah. There are two songs on this album where I have to be in the right mood, otherwise I will skip it. Joe is one of them. Really? Whoa, that I did not anticipate that. Yeah. Wow, I love this song. Interesting. Yeah. Um I don't know why. I, I, huh. I could not tell you why, and like I said before, I, th- I think I did say, it's probably just because I haven't listened to it enough. If I listen to it a couple more times, it might become gotcha. one of my favorites. But yeah. as it stands, I have no songs on this album I'd skip outright, and all of these songs, if I wasn't in the mood to listen to it and it came on, it would put me in the mood to listen to it, but there are two songs where if I'm not in the mood for it, I'm just going to skip it, and Joe is one. Hmm. That is interesting. That is interesting. I did not... Yeah, Sorry. it is good. I did not see that coming. It is good, just not one of my favorites. Yeah, that's interesting. I didn't see that coming. Um, so if you're good to move on, then uh, I am number six. This is my beats. Really? I don't like this song, man. Did you know? Did you know about socks? Did I know about socks? Did you? Do you know about the socks lore? Oh, I don't know about the socks lore, bro. AJR's been working on this song for fucking years. <laughs> Really? Uh, yeah, Adventure is Out There is a complete re- rework of a song that they had wanted to release for ages called Socks. And they uh, they reworked it and they reworked it and they wouldn't put it out because they weren't really happy with it. And it, I do it, know it this. It never fit the album. Yeah. It, it didn't fit Neo Theater. It just didn't. Uh, yeah. And it kind of, I agree, it does fit this album a lot better than like Neo Theater. Yeah, um, same. I think it does fit the album. I love the vibe. I don't know how to describe the vibe. Mm-hmm. What instruments are very present in this song, Adventures Out There? There is definitely ukulele. There's definitely – there's a lot of like – Slide guitar? Gu- is there any like slide guitar? Some, yeah, I was about to say there's a lot of guitar-oriented music in this. It's it's very folky. I love it. <laughs> no, that makes sense. That makes sense. It's very good. It's very – in my opinion, it's very good. And it's just one of these uh, examples of AJR taking – Admittedly, as someone who likes the song, very dumb lyrics and uh Okay, being cool, able, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, accomplishing some form of uh story. Like you can yeah. tell how they're feeling emotionally based off their stupid little story about socks. It's yeah. dumb, it's folky, but for these reasons, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um I'll give you the reasons why I'm out. Give it. Um it's funny because it's almost the same reasons that you're giving that you're in. I yes. hate these lyrics. I the think lyrics so are dumb. so dumb. I hate them. And I think it is – It is. AJR gets very close every song they do of that – of like fake deep shit where yes. like – No, no, no. They've many yeah. times been like just dunked on for like, man, yeah. these are the kind of lyrics that make a seventh grader feel like they understand shit. 100%. Yeah. And like lyrics that when I was like – 14 i was writing and i was like holy fuck i'm a genius <laughs> um and well like, to be fair they've probably been writing these lyrics and they were 14 yes, very Christian. true very true 
they're so young. I think people forget how young they are. But oh, dude, I went and when Mimi knew that when she figured that the the song was called "World's Smallest Violin" and was like mm-hmm. "LOL SpongeBob reference," SpongeBob. I was like, "Oh, yep, y- y- how you met AJR? How I met AJR? <laughs> I pulled up. I'm ready. Small yeah. boys, small small boys, <laughs> little boys. Um, but yeah, but- so." I just I hate I really hate these lyrics and every time I listen to it I'm like just why why man socks like uh it really it really hurts because like Loki mm-hmm. I've probably written a song about socks man that's such a classic trope of like oh I forgot I don't know where my socks are yeah and it it's just it, like it's so easy to be like if I oh what if I socks represented something else it's like your first introduction to metaphors. Yes. And it just really – it really does bother me. And for that reason – almost that reason alone because I don't think the music is bad. Yeah, no, the music, the music brings it home for – I think if the music was bad too, I'd hate this song. <laughs> yeah. But My because prob- both elements are okay, it falls into a zone of yeah. good. <clears throat> so my- It just barely made my I really like it list. Just barely. Fair. My only thing about the the music is, oh my god, it's so similar to Turning Out Part Two. You that think? melody line, that me, listen to the melody line, the chords have to be the same, but listen to the melody line, it's stupid close. Like before we started the podcast today, I listened to both back to back, and it's like yikes, just different instrumentation. So they're gonna get away with it. No way. Yeah, yeah. I'll listen to that. I don't, I'll listen to that. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. I don't know if the chords are exactly the same. But it's close, and it's yeah. probably in a slightly different key. But and the fact that Ryan sings it too, it's just like really brings it home to me. Is like this just feels like a rehash of Turning Out Part Two. Yeah, that's my thing with the music only is that, and and it's honestly a recurring theme through this album. They they they, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna prep, preface by saying AJR still one of my favorite groups. I love them, and every time they put out something that's like first day, I'm listening to the whole thing. Yes. Literally, I listened to this whole album at midnight when it came yep. out. So yep. I love this band. I really, really do. Mm-hmm. But I would be disingenuous to myself if I did not call them out on the things that I, that I notice. Yeah. They, they, I think it's really cool when you do like, hey, look, we, this melody is from this and this melody is from that. And we took these and, and like it all weaves in. And it's like, that's really cool. But you're really, really on like dancing the line of lazy writing to me yeah really dancing on the line of like i just didn't write a new song i just wrote new lyrics yeah and like changed the midi files (laughs) (laughs) now it's a now it's a cello and we've got a fucking song here yeah and like so for instance like in way less sad in bummerland it's uh what is it bummerland here i am Better nix my summer plans and then way less sad but way less sad like it's what i've never fucking heard that it's the same me- it's exactly the same melody and I'm almost positive it's the same key. And it's yeah. like that's a cool thing if it were somewhere else too, but it's just those two songs and it makes it it's like, oh, you just you needed a tagline for Bummerland and Way Less Sad and so you just did the same one. Wow. Rather than what they usually do where it's like, oh, that's cool like it all the melodies are similar and like it it weaves itself in, but no this just felt like oh you just took a copy and you put them on opposite sides of the album so hopefully nobody would notice like and you, if it and were you separated in, it with my play if it like were it just, present in a few other songs then maybe it would have given us that hint yeah. of a through line that we were missing 
Exactly, but, but it's just in those it two. Placing in just two songs in almost the same key. On to... opposite sides of the album, and when you release them as singles, you put my play in between, so That's hopefully nobody would line. notice. Say what? That's not a through line. It just Exactly, it it's short. not. It's just, it's just, it feels like lazy writing, and they do it sometimes, and it, it bothers me quite a bit. Because I really love for songs to have some sort of unique value to them. I think yes. one of the best ways you write an album is to have every song feel the same and also be unique. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to do. And I do think they did it really well with with Neo Theater. And I think they did it really well with The Click. And it just, they didn't do it here. That's fair. Um, so that's how I feel about... <clears throat> Adventures out there. Hell. Oh yeah, that's how I feel about Adventures out there. Is it just feels like... Some of it is lazy writing, both with the lyrics and the music, and that's why, for those reasons, I am out. Okay, so, this is very interesting, uh, because here's the deal. Uh, next is Bang. Do you even want to talk about it? I don't. I don't have words <laughs> to say. Yep, it's a single, it's their big song, it's whatever. If you've never heard it before, listen to it once, and you're good. How have you, you never it. heard it before? <laughs> how, first off, how have you never heard it before? But two, <laughs> yeah. if you haven't heard it before, listen to it once. Then stop. Even if you hate this group, have you never been to a gas station? (laughs) They play it at the gas station every fucking day. I know because I get gas every fucking day. Um, And it's constantly on. So you've heard it. Maybe you didn't know it was Bang, but you've heard it. Or did it get on TikTok? It was all over TikTok for a little while. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it's a song. It exists. Cool. Good job, So in skipping Bang and the fact that we're skipping a commentary on Bang... That means we've reviewed one through six, and then we've got six more songs, eight to 13, coming up. Seeing as how we're halfway through the album, would you like to go ahead and go to the money corner? Nice. Let's do the money corner. Let's go to the money corner. See you guys there. Good job, Jim. Thank you. Welcome back, everybody. We're going to get right back into it on track eight. We're going to talk about the trick. How do you feel about that vocal technique? <laughs> Dude, I, I was waiting for it. I was <laughs> waiting for it. Dude, what the fuck, man? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. They could win me on it. They really could. They if won me they, on it. If they, well, if they tell me that it is, if, they, if it's directly inspired from the Duck song, then they fucking got me. They have fully got me. But if it's not, and they were just like, this kind of sounds cool, I hate it. I fucking <laughs> hate it. But the second it came on, I was like, hey, this sounds like the vocal from the Duck song. You know the Duck song? Yeah, the Duck walked up to a lemonade stand. Yeah, it sounds like if you put some vibrato on it, it would be that guy. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it's that guy. Um, but no, it's, it's, it's probably one of them, and they fucked it with their vocals a bunch. And it's like, cool. I mean, it's, it's cool that you were able to do that, but wh- why? <laughs> what is it for? What does it's it add a- to the song? It's funny because you know the song uh, Lonely with that high-pitched vibrato Lonely. voice? Yeah, yeah, that. You know how that's everyone's favorite part of the song? Sure. They were like, there has to be a reason it's everyone's <laughs> favorite part. Let's make the whole song that voice. <laughs> Surely no one will get annoyed by it. <laughs> yeah, it, it gets annoying real fast. No, real fast. I like it. Uh, like I said, I think it's it really teeters. Like, I catch me on a day and I'm like, this is so cool. Um, yeah. Or or wow, this is just dumb for just for bad. no reason. <clears throat> yeah. 
It is both grating and That's enjoyable. That's the thing is, I think there's... Uh, my spectrum of AJR songs are songs that I love, and if you don't like it, I don't get why you don't like it, because it's that yeah. good to me. Yeah. My lower end of the spectrum is, I like the song, and if you don't get it, I understand why. My yeah. spectrum doesn't really include outright not liking a song. Aside from beats, And yeah. I, I want to say that's not for a biased reason. Like, oh, I just love the band so much, they can't put out a bad song. No, they definitely right. can. Because <laughs> the songs that I'm saying that I like, and if you don't like it, I understand why. I, I, I feel confident in saying that, yeah, that's probably a bad song. I like it. And I get why you don't, probably because it's a bad song, but I do enjoy it. I don't enjoy it because it's a great song. I, I probably enjoy a bad song. But, uh, yeah, that's my spectrum. My lower end of the spectrum includes just liking it. So yeah. I don't have a song I don't like. And Trick, um, I like. And if you tell me that you don't like it, I get it. I do. Yeah. It, it makes sense. My thing on it is, <clears throat> and this is another thing with AJR for me, is, like, they're always so, so close to me being like, fuck this band, man. Like, <laughs> I, really, I really do get very close. And I think some of why I stick around is bias. Yeah. And... And also a lot of why I stick around is they do put out good stuff. and Dude, they put out great fucking shit because we're going to talk about the next two tracks and I'm going to go off. Yeah, me too, man. Um, <laughs> but the thing with the trick is, like, I do not understand these lyrics, man. I've tried. And, like, I don't get it. I don't get what the song is about. Mm-hmm. Do you know what the song is about? Let me pull up the lyrics. Um, I got a dog and my dog can dance, just not in public and not with my friends. I got a girl and she's 28. Now I'm the coolest guy in all of eighth grade. Fucking yeah, weird. I know it's not lying. real, but of course he's, I know he's lying, but just a weird, just a weird sentence. Yeah. I know a kid that you never met. His dad is a rock star. We smoked in his van. I know a trick. Do you want to see? I can be anything that I pretend to be, which is the, mm-hmm. which is the fucking Mr. What is the, what is his name? Bad. We talked about him. He's a horrible, horrible director of, horror film plot twist guy fucking what is his name what are you saying to me right now what <laughs> I, I i'm sorry i dissociated for a second what are you saying uh uh Ladal. what is his name m night Shyamalan? M. Night Shyamalan. m night Shyamalan plot twist of like oh he's lying um we'll get out of this we'll get out of this too i'm not proud of this but i'm not proud of the truth and if you run for me i'll use my trick on you the truth is that i'm screwed do you wanna do you wanna hear this from genius.com? Yeah. I don't I always genius. accept genius um explanations as solid truth because literally anyone right. can write this shit, but I do like this. Um It's reminiscent of the 2018 hit Pretender by Steve Aoki, uh who I love, uh, which featured yeah. AJR and Little Yachty. Both yeah, I remember Pretender that song. and the trick deal with social anxiety and security and have a narrator that lies in order to get what they want in the world. The Ooh. biggest difference between the songs is that Pretender has a narrator who lies to themselves by putting on a false persona to the public, while right. the trick has a narrator who tells lies to other people, uh, such as, you know, stupid shit, you know, uh, the dog, the dating a 28-year-old while in eighth grade. Right. Um, the narrator in the trick expresses regret in this behavior, while the one in Pretender does not, though they do acknowledge it is wrong. So, you know, the song mm. at its core is about the same shit that Pretender is about almost, the social insecurity and anxiety yeah. and how they deal with it outwardly and with okay. people, uh, just choosing to do it in a different way than Pretender does, which kind of loops back to your idea of, you know, borderline teeter-tottering on lazy songwriting, rehashing 
a similar yeah. idea from a different perspective, perspective. which, which I, is cool. I which I respect from an artist's standpoint. Yeah, revisiting something with a different lens. Yeah, I actually think that would be. I've thought this for a long time. I just think it's hard to make it happen. That would be a really cool idea for an EP. It's like tell the same story from different perspectives, get a different song out of it for each one. Like I think that's a oh, cool that'd be, thing that'd, to do. That'd actually be fucking dope. I yeah, like I, I've always uh, wanted to do it, and I don't know how to. Like I I'm not there on songwriting yet. Um, yeah. But I've always thought that that's a cool concept. So like I think that's cool of doing a, the same thing from a different perspective. But to have it so spaced out, it feels like uh, uh let's go through our old songs and see if we can do something different. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't it doesn't feel intentional. I don't think that the the that may parallel, not have been the process, but yeah, I don't think the parallel to Pretender was um apparent nor do i think they even wanted it to be at the end of yeah. the day while there is a parallel to pretender i don't think that they made this one with pretender in mind i don't think yeah. they ever thought about it um yeah. i i just think that it is about you know how they're dealing with themselves and right. how they choose to find comfort in um pretending that there's something they're not yeah and uh <clears throat> I think that the message could have come across a lot better, even with the same lyrics. But if you chose to keep the same lyrics, changing the music and the vocal technique. <laughs> but if you wanted to keep the vocal technique, you would have yeah. had to change the lyrics. Um, yeah. It is so close to being a song that I'd skip if I wasn't in the mood. But same. because it just it just sits right somewhere with me, I'm yep. going to call it one that I like. And if you don't like it, I get why. Yeah, I think that's what the risk you run when you create such a weird song is that like people are either gonna f- fall in love with it or dr- uh, yeah. absolutely hate it, and then there's gonna be some people that do both. <laughs> and yeah, I really I, do both I, with dude, this song. There's so many. I don't hate any of their songs, but I do love and hate a lot of their songs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everybody needs to remember that they are in their. Uh, two of them are in their early twenties, or maybe it's early, mid, and then late. But mm-hmm. like, they're not completely there as songwriters yet i think that's something people forget it's like they're so fucking young and like because like i go back and listen to old john belly and stuff and i'm like oh that was cringy as fuck but it's stuff from his first or second album now he's got like five so he's on his fifth one he's in his late 20s and he's killing the game his lyricism is phenomenal but you go back to this his old stuff and it's like well that's a little cringy but then you remember he's in college pretty much he's like 21 or 22 yeah i've got i've got as of today, which this is their uh, third big album, right? Was the Click their like breakout album and was living yeah. room for it? Yes. Okay, so and think of that. Yeah, since Neo Theater, it's been two years. So Jack, the lead singer, is twenty three. Yeah. So in the Click, he was younger than twenty one. Um, because in Neo Theater, he was twenty one. Yep. Ryan, the guy who writes most of the songs, the middle brother. He's 27, Seven, so for yeah. Neo Theater, he was 25. And yep. then Adam, the oldest and the least outspoken of the group, he's like is 30, right? 30. Yeah. Uh, two years ago, he would have been 28. So, yes, they're all very young. They're so young to be, like, and they're technically in their prime. They're four albums deep. Like, they started so little. And, like... I, I don't include Living Room in their professional no, no album. It, I agree. Collection. Yeah, um, but yeah, like, and I, I don't love to do this because it feels self-aggrandizing, but 
like when when I write, I know that I've written some shitty shitty stuff. I know I've put out some stuff that I'm like, oh, that lyric sucks balls. I was really really close. There was one uh, line in vocal rest, uh, which comes out April 9th, by the way. Check it out. Um, <laughs> one there's one line in vocal rest that I kept for a really really long time, and it was so 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 bad and cringy. And then I played it for my parents, and my mom was like, do not like don't like this sounds really bad. Like, can you change it just a bit? Um, and I did, and it sounds so much better now. And I did the same thing with Lucas. Like, you just, you write things, and you're in your late teens or early 20s, and, like, there's so much that's just bound to be so shitty and cringy and fake deep and all this stuff, like, that typical songwriters fall into. And, like, they do it sometimes, and it's okay, but people really get on them for doing it. They get on them. They get so much shit for it. But it's because they don't have a label being like, hey, don't do this. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't have producers who are like, hey, don't do this. This sucks. It's all them and their friends and family. Like, that's another thing is most songs have a team of writers. Ryan just writes it all, man, with help from Jack. But he really pretty much just writes most of it. When Which you have I one didn't person writing. know for the longest time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Like, I, when I heard Dear Winter, I could have sworn it was uh, yeah, right? Jack's story. Yeah, just because yeah, he he personified it so fucking well, so he sang well. it and he performed it so well that I was like, if he's not singing about himself, then I don't know. Yeah, exactly. And I didn't. I didn't know. No, that Ryan wrote that. Yeah, and it's 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 serious. Like they do put out. I'd say out of what fifty songs, forty songs, like thirty of them are great, really, really good. And then there's like ten that's like, or there's nine that's like, okay. There's some stuff in here that's really not awesome, but, you know, whatever. And then there's one, and we all know which one. <laughs> it's just total dog shit. Um, but they get a lot of shit for those nine that are not very good. Um, mm-hmm. And there's cringy stuff in. And, and even in the 30, there's some cringy stuff. They're just – people need to remember that they are young. Anyway, yes. that's my rant. Moving on to Ordinaryish People. God, I love this song! top it's so good best in the album that's my favorite best Can't in the convince album me otherwise that's my favorite out al- that song of that's the your album. number one let me, that is let my me look at it one, let baby. me look at it okay yeah but no uh it's either three o'clock that and we haven't talked about one of these yet so forgive me but it's either listen between three o'clock things humpty dumpty and ordinary people i can't rank them i can't wow, do humpty it dumpty makes i can't put one three. above another they're gonna what? Humpty Dumpty makes your top three. That's interesting to me. Humpty Dumpty makes my top three. It's sure. a good. It's a good song. It's probably my number four. Yeah. So I understand it. I understand it. I cannot rank them. I can't say which is my favorite because I don't know. Hey, that's hard. Yeah, like, and I, honestly, if I were to rank them, catch me tomorrow, and I'd be like, ah, never mind. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> they, they they're so interchangeable, but they are they're just the top three is very solid for me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and that's. Uh, now that we're here, ordinaryish people, three o'clock things, and okay overture, just yeah, go so hard. Yep. All three of them, they really do. Um, yeah, talk about it. Talk about ordinaryish. Ordinaryish people. Let me pull up the lyrics. Yeah, I'll <laughs> do the same. Um, it's it's one of those that the first ten seconds you're like, yep, this is it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, the the that, fucking song. Is this the one that Blue Man Group helped with? I guess so. 
Yeah. <laughs> it fucking slaps. It really does. The drums go hard, which is probably why. Oh, yeah. Blue Man Group did most of the percussion. Just found that on Genius. Yeah, the drums go really hard. Yeah, what and the fuck? I think this is one of those songs that they nailed it. They nailed it on not going fake deep, but it is yeah. like, whoa. You know, like it makes you think for some of this stuff. And that mm-hmm. might be me being 21 and everybody, you know, people are going to do what they're going to do. But yeah. I really do. Like, this is stuff that you, you don't think about it. It's like, oh, wow. Yeah. So I think this is one where they don't go into the fake deep, that they actually do talk about some real world shit. That's the thing is there are so many songs that touch on the same fucking topic again yep. and again and again in an effort to reach for relatability. Yep. They're like, oh, I need to reach for this topic that's been dragged through the fucking mud just Hundreds so that like, of times. middle schoolers all the way up to like 35 year olds can be like, oh my gosh, I see so much of myself in this song. Yeah. This is a song that when I heard it and I heard its message, I was like, this isn't even an issue I ever fucking thought about. Yeah, like, same. I never, I never thought about the fact that I have felt this feeling until hearing this song. I've never heard this emotion be described. Same here, brother. I never knew I felt this way until I heard the song, and then I was like, oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. I get it. <laughs> yeah, I feel that all the time, yeah. Yeah, I feel this all the time, and I've never heard it discussed. And I love that they talk, they do talk about it in like a, where like a 15-year-old could be like, oh, this is how I feel in high school. Or a 30-year-old could be like, oh, fuck, I feel this way at work, you know? Like, yeah, this is one of those things that just in a, in a non-desperate way are trying to get everybody to feel the same way about the same thing. Yeah. But it doesn't feel like, oh, please, please relate to my song, you know? Like, it doesn't feel that way. It feels like, yo, this is how I'm feeling. And they've made songs that have that vibe. They do. They've, they've, they've relate made quite to a few. it, please. Please relate to this song. Don't you feel this way? You know, it just yeah. feels very like I'm trying to get attention or I'm trying to get people to, you know, you know, in the way that a lot of comedians do the same thing. Um, yeah. But this feels very like, yo, I feel like everybody feels this way, but you don't realize it. And it, it yeah. And I, I, I completely agree with you on that. I think that's, that's a great way of putting it. But yeah. uh, lyrics, music great slaps. music, great percussion slaps. It's fu- It's good. It's just good. It's just really, really good. I love, love, love this song. It is the one that I will like, okay, time to start listening to OK Orchestra. Let's go to ordi- Ordinary-ish People. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, why, it's all, why is it all the way at number nine? Um, right? Because this is a song. It's because it starts with OK or- Overture. And they <laughs> yeah. know that they're allowed to have a couple shitty songs in between. <laughs> True. And you'll stick around because you're like, but that first song, though. Yeah. Because OK Overture slaps. Bummerland. It's good. Three o'clock things. Slaps. slaps. My play. Slaps. Slaps. But it breaks your heart. Joe, yeah. it's good. It's Adventure good. is out there. It's, it's okay. okay. Bang. Stop playing it. <laughs> the trick weird <laughs> yeah odd okay i guess ordinary yeah. people slaps humpty dumpty slaps it's slaps. worth the slaps yeah we'll talk about world swells violin in a minute way less sad slaps and then christmas in june is really really good yeah um but i think i don't know because this album there is no through line and it's just like hey these are a lot of songs that we liked that we enjoyed writing and we think they're good um it feels like ordinary people and humpty dumpty got kind of fucked over by being ninth and 10th. I don't know. I feel yeah, like it could have been fair. like fifth and sixth, you know? Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> but I anyway, agree. anyway, great song. Uh, Good job. Blue great song. 10 out of 10 would listen to it again. One of the weirdest and features. If I recommend that you listen to any song from this album, yes. I think I want you to listen to ordinary people. Yeah. Same. Such a weird feature, but it worked. 
Humpty Dumpty. Humpty Dumpty, baby. <clears throat> Great song. Great song. One of my top three. Yeah, really good. Really good. Uh, definitely my fourth. It is very good. Um, there's something missing, and I can't tell you what it is. Really? Yeah, I don't know what it. I really don't know what it is because I've listened to it so many times now, and I'm trying to find that one. Th- I've been trying to work on my active listening when I listen to music so that I can pick out things that are specific, rather than just like this is a this is a good song because that's what I've been doing for a long time. And like, if I want to write better, I need to listen better. So I'm trying to pick apart the song, and there's just – there's this hole that I can't figure out what belongs. I don't know. Can I know. take an attempt? Please. In OK Overture, the bass drop – the drop that you love so fucking much oh, is God. moving out of Humpty Dumpty. They sample Humpty Dumpty, and it's uh, – I'll – you know – uh, he said, screw it, I'm going to smile right through it, and I'll scream when no one's around. And in OK Overture, you get this, when no one, when no one, and then it drops. And it fills, oh, and it's yeah. amazing. Yeah, it is Humpty nice. Humpty Dumpty, you've heard that before, but you never get that. There's no drops in Humpty Dumpty, There's no, which is weird for the, its title. You'd figure something would fall. You So, uh, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> so you, you, you've heard it before. But this song, you hear the same lyrics and the same melody, but you never get that drop and you never get that same fill. That's true. And growth that OK Overture has. You know what? That's a great so point. I never thought like about You feel like you're missing way. something. You yeah. feel like you're missing it. So in this case. You're like, oh, this, yeah. Rare, very rarely does an overture take away from a song. But I think in this case, OK Overture did take away from Humpty Dumpty in that way. That's because so interesting. Because it gave you a taste of something that isn't in the original song. But that something was so good, so good that because it's not in the original song, you feel like it's just missing from it. Interesting. That's a great point. Hey, big claps for Jim. Let's give Jim big claps. That's 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 very um, insightful. Good job. Yeah, Thank I you. think you're. I think Thank you're. You everyone. You're downright correct. Mm-hmm. That's got to be it because yeah, it, it feels kind of empty. It does feel empty, and maybe that's why I couldn't find it is because I just kept going back and listening to the song rather than listening yeah. to it in context. Yeah, that's – I mean that – you nailed it there. Maybe I'll go back and listen to it and it will be a different experience now that – knowing that. Um, but yeah, yeah, great song. Loved it. Top five. Faux show. Enjoyed it. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Zoom and ride along. Uh, how do you like World's Smallest Violin? I, I – uh, this is another uh, one of – same. This is another it's one so of theirs. weird. Yeah, this is another one of theirs where it's like you're it's really close and different days are going to have different outcomes for me. Yeah, yesterday, I think this is one of the only songs that my opinion will change by the day. Yeah, yesterday uh, I just... loved this song. Yesterday I I jammed to it three or four times. Today I don't think I'm going to listen to it at all. <laughs> like it really is a day to day thing of like I I don't know how I'm going to feel about world's smallest violin. It's cool. Yeah, I like what they did at the end with the tempo change. That's hard to do. With like, mm-hmm. but I I wanted them to go faster. You know what I mean? I felt like they could have done it. I felt like they could have gone faster, but I wonder if they ran out of lyrics. Um, yeah. And the lyrics in that last bit are good. They are actually yes. really, really yes. good. Um, And it gives you that feeling of like a panic attack, you know? Like yeah. I feel – I haven't had a whole lot of panic attacks in my life, <clears throat> but what, that last part is like that feeling of a panic attack. And it's 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 kind of nice. I, I really like it. I, I really like what they did with that last bit. But that's let me the, listen to it a couple more times, and I might be able to give you a better. Yeah, that's the only part I like. Though is the last like thirty to forty five seconds. The rest is like okay, cool. Okay, cool. Nice song, guys. Good job. But the last bit. So just gets I it. mean, pretty clearly, mm-hmm. 
I don't know much about the verses. I can't tell you about like right. Uh, my dad was a fireman. I think I bored my therapist. So him playing his violin is him ranting and him yeah. venting mm-hmm. about you know the shit that he's dealing with. Yeah. And you know his grandpa went through shit. His mom went through shit. His dad went through shit. And he feels like his shit doesn't stack up against the crazy shit that they did as a fireman yeah. and as someone who fought in a war. Um, so, you know, he feels like all of his venting is literally it doesn't stack up to what they went through. So he kind of keeps it to himself. I think I bored my therapist while playing my violin, uh, which is him venting. And uh, my, the world's smallest violin really needs an audience, and if I don't find somebody soon, I'll blow up into smithereens. Uh, he just doesn't feel like he has anyone to talk to about the shit that he's going through. And even if he did, he probably wouldn't, because it doesn't stack up to the shit that he's seen other people go through, so he feels like it's not worth it. Yeah. It's a good message. <laughs> yeah. It's a good song, but uh, I don't know. There's something There's something about it, man. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but uh, those la- yeah, that last that last verse three slaps it, the hell out of the song. It really does, and and that's what keeps it up in my uh, won't skip it. Yeah, that's what keeps it up in my won't skip it. Territory. And let me just say this super quick, just from a producer aspect. Um, yeah, that is so hard to do to have a consistent like speed up of tempo. That's pretty easy to do live. Not easy, but it's like playing in a. I've played in a live band before. And when you have to up-tempo, everybody just kind of follows the drummer. It's pretty easy. But when you yeah. have to, like, have a continuous speed – I don't know. Unless they used MIDI. If they used MIDI, then that's super easy. But if they did not and they used, like, samples and stuff, which they do – These guys are the use, kings of MIDI. They are, but they also use a lot of samples. So – which is yeah. actually harder if you have to do both MIDI and samples. Um, yeah. So if they did both, if they did MIDI and samples and did that continuous speed up, that's fucking hard. It's hard enough just to have yeah. one tempo change of like 120 beats, beats per minute to 130 beats per minute. Getting that tight and sounding correct, that tempo change, is hard to do. But to have a just steady uptick in tempo, that's fucking hard. So props to them for making that work. That's hard to do in studio. But yeah, it's a, it's a neat song. I think it's it's one of those that I'm never going to like – intentionally go back to and be like this song is great but it's one that if i'm listening to the album i'm like hell yeah this this song's pretty good for real i agree (laughs) yeah do we want to talk about way less sad because we already did that we did that already good song guys if you want to watch us do that it's a couple episodes back what uh what episode was it i have no and it's the youtube only i don't know it's the youtube only we did not talk about it much the youtube only one if you're listening uh if you're listening uh, i'll i'll edit it in post oh here's my voice when i'm editing this episode two days from now hey guys i just checked it's episode 16 uh go to minute 51 second 53 that's when we uh kind of start breaking down way less sad it's really fun we had a good time doing it there are a lot of visuals because of course it's on youtube seth did a really good job editing it so go check that out that's where it is love you guys thanks jim hey guys go watch the youtube episode for that episode and uh skip to the middle and we'll talk about uh way less sad we did that literally just a few episodes ago nice good song though yeah really good song slapperoonie for sure last song of the album you're going to talk about this one because I've only listened to it once and, and like, I have no opinions on it. So go for it. Really? Not good, not bad? Yeah, it's just kind of nice. <laughs> it, good job, guys. It's a good song. It's an excellent song. It's heartfelt. It's adorable. Um, 
it's uh, the ending of it is cryptic. Why end on those lyrics? Do you know the lyrics um, of the last? You've only heard it once. Do you remember the last lyric? I can tell you now. <laughs> hold on, love. You looked it up. Yeah, I sure did. I'm on Genius looking okay. at the thing. So hold on, so love. So why little... are these the last? Why are these the last lyrics? Go ahead and read them for us. The last like couple, the last stanza, if you will. The last stanza, or the last two stanzas in the outro. Go get, Go ahead and give us the last two. Hold on, love. A little longer while I get the album done, and if I get to tour it, and if I get to tour it, wouldn't that be fun? But that's one less month with you. Uh, holy shit. Now I'm sitting sitting, thinking about what else I'll miss. Darling, if we're ever going to have a kid, don't want to miss it. Can we just have him in June? Uh-oh. <laughs> that's the end of the song. Uh-oh. <laughs> Sounds like we might not be getting any H.A.R. music for a while. This is that's the- this is eerily similar to uh, Make Happy, and it's freaking me out. <laughs> No, no, I don't think I don't think it's eerily similar to make happy in the sense that they're not going to make music anymore. Yeah. The the song in in a whole is I'm making music and my band is blowing up and I'm trying to keep a stable relationship because I love you and that's hard to do because I'm touring all the time and I'm always writing and I'm doing press conferences and um yeah. literally having to reschedule Christmas to June. That's why the song's called Christmas. To yep. June rescheduling Christmas so that I can actually have it with you because I'm going to be doing an international tour, you know, yeah. in in December. But the song ends, uh, just end, not even the song, the fact that the album ends on the lyrics, oh, and if we ever have a kid, can we do it in June? Mm. Mm. And then a lot of people took the parallel of, well, we're having Christmas in June, we're having a kid. Can we do that in June? And then lastly, they landed on the fact that they have a song called Dear Winter. Winter I was just about thinking having that. a son. And then winter is when Christmas is. So a lot of people are like, uh, are we getting hints here? Is someone pregnant? And this is a, a half announcement. That's dope. That's uh, That would be cool. That'd be a cool way to do it. That'd be a dope ass way to make that announcement. It sure Can would. you imagine being that kid and being like, not only do I have a song, <laughs> but this album ended on me. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, that's yeah. I didn't think about it's that. It's very interesting. It is very it's, interesting. It, it's still not confirmed what it if it means anything. But why knowing end the guys. song and why end the album on such a cryptic lyric? Yeah, knowing these guys, it's it's got to be something. It's gotta. We wouldn't just do that. It's, it's got to be something, and we'll see. We'll keep our radar out, and if anyone's <laughs> pregnant, we'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's big news. That's the big news. If Absolutely. True. But it's a good song. It is. Um, it, it, it has an adorable message, which I just kind of said. It's, uh, I love you so much, and I want to spend more time with you, but it's really hard doing it with the band and everything. Uh, but they make it work. They do. Um, my thing is, at the end of the day, it's a heartfelt song. It's cute. It doesn't feel like it wraps up the album. It doesn't. And I think it's in part due to the fact that there's not that through line. Yeah. Because when there's a through line, when it reaches the end, you can tie it in a little knot, little bow. Mwah, a little kiss yeah. it's done without a through line no ending is gonna sound right yeah absolutely maybe that's why i'm not a big fan of it neo theater started with this old-timey chorus and ended with this old-timey chorus. yeah it felt like a it felt like a play like you felt like oh this is the it end did. yeah there, there, there was it's funny because neo theater was meant to seem like a play right because it's the neo theater yeah. it's you know so it, it, it's this play like structure um but it didn't have an overture 
Yeah. It's the one album <laughs> the out of the last three that hasn't had an overture. Um, but it does have this opening that feels like the red curtains are opening, and then the last song does feel like a final bow from the company. Yeah. Um, you expect another song to come on when it's done playing. Yeah. Because the, the, the lyric it ends on is so... It leaves more questions than the the lyric right. uh, answers, and uh, it just—it's not that little bow. It's not that little yeah. uh, cherry on top of the cake. That uh, it would th- this would it would feel the same as if they if they ended Neo Theater with Dear Winter. This is how it feels to me. Like if they had ended Neo Theater that, with Dear Winter, it'd be like, yes. what the fuck did you do that for? This is a, that's a perfect parallel. Yeah, this is how it feels. It's like, shouldn't there be a finale? Shouldn't there be something after this that's like gonna knock my socks off and be like, whoa, what an album? You know, this was what like, an album. Oh, it's what over. a closed book. Yeah, this just feels like, oh, album's done. Uh, cool. Oh, you don't really have a takeaway. Yeah, exactly. And I think at the end of the day, it is again. I think our, I think both of our combined bit, biggest criticism of this album is it missed the through line, which is an AJR classic. Yeah. And because of that, it's easy to appreciate as a collection of chapters, but not as an, not as a book, not mm. as an album. Ooh, nice. Yeah. It's not my favorite album, Same. but it does have some of my favorite songs. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I And I think one of my biggest things also is the re-listenability, <laughs> if I can use that term. Yes. Yes. Is good in some places, whereas the re-listenability yes. of Neo Theater as an album is I still listen to it. Henry. Same. It's a great it came fuck- out two years ago. Yeah, exactly. It, it's like the GTA five of music where I can just go back to it and it's always gonna be enjoyable. And it's always for me. gonna be good. Yeah. It's just waiting for me like an old friend. <laughs> yeah. And even the click to an extent is like the re-listenability of click is really, really good almost all the way through. This turning out part one and two karma yeah uh just some killer songs killer songs but this is just like yeah i like some of these songs and i'll go back and listen to some of them but i can't ever i don't think i'll ever go back and like let's do an album do listen. a full listen through yeah again. it, it yeah. doesn't i will listen to the click all the way through i'll listen to neo theater all the way through i don't think i will ever listen yeah. to uh this al- i don't think i'll ever listen to okay orchestra all the way through yeah because you don't get much in more years time i don't see myself doing same because you don't get much more out of it than if you were to just go through your favorite songs of it whereas neo theater if you went through your favorite songs you're missing out on this incredible f- storytelling because experience. of that through line we're gonna keep hitting that yeah it's because they're missing that through line that if you took a chapter out of a book you're like i'm missing something here but because there's no string going through all of them taking one out makes you lose nothing yeah exactly i i said it a little while ago on the podcast i think neo theater was their peak not to s- i i know I, I don't hear it yet just because you said it yourself earlier these guys are so fucking young and they're still making some questionable choices with their songwriting <laughs> because of course they are right i want to listen to their next album and uh Next album they put out, I'll put my foot down on whether or not Neo Theater was their piece. That's fair. Because we're getting close to having to cut off their, oh, they're still growing, or oh, they're plateauing, yeah. or oh, they're descending. Yeah, so I'm a big... The, that that foot coming down is coming soon. Yeah. And last next album, I'll be able to say whether or not Neo Theater was their peak, or whether or not they've still got something in store for Yeah, them. so like, I'm a, big, I'm a big basketball fan, big basketball nerd, love it. So, in the NBA... When there's a there'll be like a young player, he's like 22, 23, and he is really good, but he had so much more potential, like at the beginning. 
the second he kind of plateaus, they never, ever, ever get better. It feels like they just kind of rest on their laurels, and I'm worried that AJR has rested on their laurels. Mm-hmm. I really worry that AJR is like, you know, we did Neo Theater. We kicked ass. We made a lot of money, and I think if we just put out a, a, a couple bangs every every couple years, then um, we're going to be fine. Because I think I'm 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 worried they're losing their their flair. I'm worried that they're losing their niche. I'm worried that I'm mm-hmm. no go for it. I was going to say I'm not so quite worried about that because let me there. <laughs> I hate that this is something that has to happen, but at the end of the day, they're running out of old songs. Because they've been writing songs since they were children. Yeah. Yes. The AJR has been a quote-unquote band. They've been brothers playing instruments together since they could talk. Yeah. It's true. So they've been writing for over a decade. Yeah. And a lot of their songs, for example, Adventure is Out There, yep. being a, a rework of Socks, which they've had for a long time, uh, they're running out of old shit to be like, oh, I want to close this book that I opened when I was a kid. Yeah, They're going to have to make purely new work. So let's hear, uh, That's fair. Let's hear a collection of work with no new, old songs, no old songs, and let's hear a collection of work out of quarantine yeah, one true. more time before i agree with you that's fair because you can still have that i'm not trying to change your no mind. no I'm i mean like you, you can absolutely i definitely yeah. need to think about that like like I, I do forget that this was made in quarantine and like there's only so much you, you know they couldn't go in and get that huge orchestra that they got with neo theater and like do all this stuff because oh, they crazy fucking studio. would have they would have been exactly. like hey i want i want uh an entire orchestra i want to record every song and then i'm going to sample them yeah but because they would have let's also appreciate that this album did come out a lot sooner than I think they wanted it to. I think if... And that works to our benefit, but their detriment. Yeah, because... I think that's a big reason a lot of people don't like it is because they just... Yeah. I know it's been two years, but they needed more time. Yeah. Well, they just... They put so much into it that, like... But I remember... Like, when I was finishing up my EP with Quarantine, it was like, I've got all this fucking time to just pound it out and just go crazy on music and I, I did so and it took way shorter than I thought it was going to but mm-hmm. I also like that's different because me I would have done it all in my home anyway versus them they like mm-hmm. to go out get studio time and do neat cool things outside of their home studio um, whereas everything had to be done in their home studio this time around and that just there's only so much you can get out of it trust me um, mm-hmm. and then on like speaking on the on the thing with like old songs is like I, I forget you're you're exactly right they are using a lot of old songs like <sighs> vocal rest I wrote like two years ago and it's now coming yeah. out but my next single coming out I wrote a couple months ago and I think it's a world better than vocal rest as far as yeah. the lyricism as far as the music as far as pretty much everything um, Lucas I wrote three years ago start to finish I wrote and then released within a matter of weeks and that one is just so much better so like i forget that they do have a lot of old songs and they've been writing since they were actual children um and here's another thing that is probably keeping them from doing it 100 percent is because their passion for music does not stop with ajr yeah exactly they, they write, write for so AJR many writes for other artists yeah 
they wrote for the artist Max. They uh, in twenty twenty <laughs> they wrote for Max. They wrote for Megan Trainer. In twenty nineteen they wrote for Andy Grammer. Yeah. Um. They uh uh Adam no Ryan Ryan composed "Good to Be Alive" by Andy Grammer in two thousand fifteen. Great song. That's that's composed by Ryan. Yeah. So, you know, they're working on other people's music constantly. Yeah. So just thinking what they could do if they took a year to make purely new music and not touch on something they wrote when they were 13, yep. do it out of quarantine, and just focus on their own music. If they did that, I think they could top Neo Theater easy. I hope so. But let's see what they do next time. Yeah. And uh, then I'll then I'll put my foot down on uh, how AJR is moving. Yeah. But this album, uh, now that we talked about Christmas in June, and we're at the end of the episode, it's over. Let's go ahead and touch on the full album one more time. Ever uh, after having talked about its pieces and what you would rate it, I'm gonna say one out of ten. Not how you'd compare it to the other two, because in their last three albums, this hits bottom. Wait. And I don't think that's controversial. Wait, 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 wait. What did you say? Out of the last three, not. Last three albums, this one included. So oh, click okay. Neo Theater and this. It's like you're telling me this is worse than Living Room. Okay, cool. No. Yeah. No. As far as the last two, I, yeah. like I said, yeah. Living Room, I don't count as one okay, of their good. professional works. Yes, of their three studio albums, yeah, this is probably the bottom. But it's close. I think it's close to click. I think it is. Yes. I think if you told me that they released this album the year before they released Click, I'd believe. Yeah, it. I think I would believe it if you said they released it after. Um, yeah. And I'd be like, okay. And before Neo Theater. Oh, yeah, that makes fucking sense. Yeah. Dude, if this came in between the two, I wouldn't bat an eyelash. I'd be like, this is... Why would I think it was better if it came out in between Click and Neo Theater? Um, it's because we expect more. We expected so much more after Neo Theater. We really did. We did. After Neo Theater, we expected that roller coaster to keep going up, and it didn't. Especially... And we understand why. Yeah, but... especially with the amount of promo they've done, and with how hard Bang hit, and then, like, the... My play and Way Less Sad, when I heard those, I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be an insanely good album. And then it really just... And it's good. Yeah. I, I'm going to give this album a very solid 6.5 out of 10. I really wanted to go 7. I couldn't do it. Uh, but Click is like... Click is I, 7 I, to I, me. I was going to go 7 too. Yeah, Click is... I can't either. Yeah, Click is 7 to me. Neo Theater is like... 6.5? 8.5, maybe 9 out of 10 for Neo Theater. No, Beats is the only, I agree with Beats you, it's 6.5 6.5, yeah, it just feels that way Because it's so close to the click, it really is They're almost equal, it's... I can't quite Give it that because of Like we said, the through line I think it's the only thing distinguishing yeah. OK Orchestra and the click, is that through line mm-hmm. So yeah, 6.5 But that does it Yeah, that does it Um would I recommend you listen to it? Absolutely. Please, yes. I'm not going to, yeah, don't stay away from any of these songs. Go listen to them. Form your own opinion. You might like something that we shat on. Yeah. Uh, that's the joy of art is that it's going to be perceived differently by everyone who listens to it. So um, you got to get to work. What time is it? It's like 4.57. <laughs> okay. All right. Time to go. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because I, I still got to get dressed and everything. Yeah. Uh, thanks, guys. Love you all. It's been a blast. One more time, I'd like to thank you so much to our sponsors and to Miller and Jamie, uh, two people who have subscribed to give uh, monthly little uh, donations to the podcast to make sure that your listening and viewing experience is as best as it possibly can be. If you're able to and would like to do so as well, you can do so in increments of 99 cents, 4.99, or 9.99 by going to anchor.fm, that is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M slash anything but, and you can subscribe there. It'll have a little button. 
And uh, you can do that, and you'll hear your name at the end of every single episode, and one day maybe even get some extra perks. Wink, wink. We love you guys. So love you so much. Nice. That was uh, good. Good speed See run. you guys next week. We love you. Woo! Love you guys. Bye. Bye.